0: And in this part, we're going to take a deeper look into the Vatican system, the Roman Catholic Church, how they work. So the main thing I want you to know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is that you do not need this Vatican machine. You do not need the Roman Catholic Church. You don't. Uh, that's my testimony. It came out of this system. And we're going to take a look at how they operate a little uh, closer. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that the true believer in Jesus Christ, they've been justified by faith. We're justified by the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for us on the cross. If you've been born again, in fact, if you've never been born again, you're not a Christian. You must be born again. This is what I spoke about in my testimony also. So the Holy Spirit will already bear witness with your own spirit that you are a child of God. You are connected with Almighty God, the true God. You're connected with Him, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, think of, think about it this way: Jesus Christ, He is the anchor of our soul. If you are a believer, now if you you know ships how they use those big heavy anchors and they throw them down into the water and when they're in the ocean. That anchor is going to hold them in that spot. And we have an anchor, ladies and gentlemen, an anchor in heaven. Hallelujah the anchor of our soul picture a an invisible spiritual chain okay between the believer and jesus christ that's how i want you to think about it he's the anchor of our soul we're already connected you see so if the years of being in the roman catholic church folks it's a liberating thing when you're saved when you're justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't ever forget that. Psalms 121 verses 1 and 2, it says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help, my help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Hallelujah. Our connection is with the Lord who is above. That's where our help is going to come from ladies and gentlemen. We're saved. If if you're a Christian, you've been born again already. If you're not, listen carefully to what you're hearing here today. Psalm 61, verses 1 and 2. It says, Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Oh, yes. So, You know, we look up, folks, think of it vertical. So the Vatican, you know, it's it's an evil cycle of deception. The Pope is called the Holy Father. Yes, he is. So uh, we're we're looking above to to our Father in heaven, folks. We're looking vertical. Uh, The the Vatican would like you to look horizontal to this man on earth, the Pope, whom they call the Holy Father. Father. Now remember what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 23, verse 9. He said, And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Don't forget that. Now keep this in mind, folks. The fact that they call the Pope the Holy Father, that should be enough for any true believer. To reject that system, they say, wait a second, I, I know the Bible. The Lord Himself said, call no man your Father upon the earth. So, what what business do they have telling you that the Pope is the Holy Father? You go to the Vatican website, that's exactly what He is called. That should be enough for any Christian, never mind pastors and leaders. That should be enough Say, nope, stop the clock right here. We will not participate with you. You see that? But it's not happening. That's how the deception works, folks. And it's been going on for a very, very long time. So the Church of Rome, they have their own version of the Holy Father. It's a, a a Holy Father who is not recognized by the true Holy Father. Don't forget that. The true Holy Father does not recognize the Pope as the Holy Father on Earth. Absolutely not. So already, you know, it's like a railroad uh, train that went off the track. So already that system, that religious system known as the Roman Catholic Church is already off the tracks. Picture a train going off the rails. It's already off the rails on that alone. So they're teaching, ladies and gentlemen, you know, basically what they're saying, listen to us. You need our Pope. You need our Holy Father, Papa. Okay, that's that's what you need. So so they establish uh, their own supremacy. They want to lord it over you. They believe they're the only true church. They make no bones about that. So I'm here to tell you in this documentary that they are not the true church. They're not even part of the true church because it's a counterfeit gospel that they preach. Okay? So you're hearing, uh, I remind you from a former Roman Catholic, ladies and gentlemen, somebody who was inside that system. Let's take a look at what their Roman Catholic catechism has to say regarding the interpretation of the Word of God. This is from the Catholic Catechism of 1994, item number 100. It says, the task of interpreting the Word of God authentically has been entrusted solely to the magisterium of the Church, that is, to the Pope, and to the bishops in communion with him. Okay, so listen to that. Right off the bat, they're telling you that they got it. They alone, this task of understanding, interpreting the word of God, it's been entrusted solely to them, to the magisterium. That's the teaching office of the church. That is to the Pope and the bishops in communion with him, with the Pope. Item number 882. The Pope, Bishop of Rome and Peter's successor, is the perpetual and visible source and foundation of the unity both of the bishops and of the whole company of the faithful. For the Roman pontiff, by reason of his office as vicar of Christ and as pastor of the entire church, has full, supreme, and universal power over the whole church, a power which he can always exercise on hindered. Now when they talk about the whole church folks, I hope you realize this. They believe you, if you if you're just a measly a Protestant or evangelical Christian, uh, the, the the goal of of Rome is to bring everybody back under the wing of them. Oh yes, that's what they want, folks. They they believe that uh, uh people in, in other churches are they call them sects, S C C T S, okay? They call, they refer to them now as separated brethren. In the old days, they they simply called us heretics, and they killed you. And that's what we're going to dig into here. So this is why I'm warning you folks about this system, okay? I am warning you. So item number 82, as a result, the church to whom the transmission and interpretation of revelation is entrusted does not derive her certainty about all revealed truths from the Holy Scriptures alone alone both scripture and tradition must be accepted and honored with equal sentiments of devotion and reverence. There's another thing you have to realize, folks. This is how they they, uh, get people under their wing. They believe it's scripture plus their man-made tradition. So I'm here to tell you that you don't need that man-made tradition. Okay? You don't need it i learned that by 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 receiving the holy ghost hallelujah being born again of the spirit you do not need man-made tradition so this is how they lord it over people and they have they tell the people look we we we, we, we interpret all these things you know you need us you don't need them item number 85 the task of giving an authentic interpretation of the word of god whether in its written form or in the form of tradition has been entrusted to the living teaching office of the church alone. Its authority in this matter is exercised in the name of Jesus Christ. This means that the task of interpretation has been entrusted to the bishops in communion with the successor of Peter, the Bishop of Rome. So there is the issue. The Pope has supreme authority. You know, it's the Vatican. You know, it's our way or it's the highway. <laughs> That's what they're telling you, folks. Our way or the highway. So, you know, this is what the Reformers, folks, this is what they revolted against. They said, no way. We don't believe this. And, and of course, many of uh, them, their lives, and if they didn't die, they were severely uh, persecuted. Many were tortured. Oh, yes, that that is the Church of Rome. You're hearing the truth here uh, today, ladies and gentlemen. So we're talking about the counterfeit holy father who's walking in darkness and hundreds of millions of people alive today still follow the pope oh yes they do you see this pope when he travels folks people bow down before him they kiss his ring so uh, i want you to see folks this is how they work it's an evil cycle of deception that that you need the holy father you need him to lead you he's the vicar of jesus christ on earth but the scriptures tell us otherwise oh yes i want you to know folks that the true believer you have an unction you have a teacher and his name is the holy spirit right from the mouth of jesus christ himself john 14 verse 26 he told us this but the comforter Which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you, right from the mouth of Jesus Christ himself. We didn't have a Roman Catholic uh, magisterium or a Pope to to interpret that uh, for us, ladies and gentlemen. The believers had the scriptures being passed around. The anointing of the Holy Ghost would come upon them. People would understand the Word of God, and that's exactly the way it works today. People hear the preaching of the Word. They get saved. They're filled with the Holy Ghost. They understand they do not need a Holy Father on this earth. They know by the Spirit of God, they know. Jesus said this, John 16 and 13, he said, How be it when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Oh, yes, yes. He's going to show you things to come. The Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. We see a distinction there because he says uh, in this uh, passage here, he says, he, meaning the Holy Spirit, shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. Who's talking to him? You see the triunity of the Godhead there, ladies and gentlemen, who's talking to him? Whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Okay. The Holy Spirit, not just a force uh, like the cults teach, ladies and gentlemen, 1 John 2, 20 and 21, it says, But ye, meaning the believer, have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. I've not written unto you because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Oh, yes. So we, we have an unction. We have the Holy Spirit. You know, as I said when I was testifying, folks, you know, I didn't even know this other realm existed uh, until the Holy Ghost came. You're born again of the Spirit. Oh, yes, you have the life of God inside of you. I I shared this part before, but let me give you the scripture. 1 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13. It says, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely GIVEN TO US OF GOD, WHICH THINGS ALSO WE SPEAK, NOT IN THE WORDS WHICH MAN'S WISDOM TEACHETH, BUT WHICH THE HOLY GHOST TEACHETH, COMPARING SPIRITUAL THINGS WITH SPIRITUAL, HALLELUJAH. So we received the spirit, which is of God. I knew the things that were freely given to me. You know, I opened up the word of God. I opened up the scriptures and it's the Holy Spirit that made the word come alive and showed me that I can be justified by the blood of Christ. I can be justified by faith. You see that? So it was exit time to get out of the church of Rome, folks. That's why I speak up because I see what's happening in the land. I see most pastors and I do mean most pastors are mute. They won't go near stuff like this. The church has become a business. Oh, yes, it has. And people are making a lot of money. Large churches, they become palaces. They won't go near stuff like this, folks. But I'm warning you because the Holy Ghost is telling me to warn you, folks. Don't forget what you're hearing here in this documentary. Let's take a look at the, the Vatican flag, folks. Uh, if you remember all the way back in uh, late 2015, the current Pope Francis, he came riding into Washington DC uh, in a little black fiat. Now, keep in mind, folks, whenever the Pope makes a move, I mean, every news channel, I think on earth, is, is, has the camera on him and he knows it. So, this is the way this whole uh, propaganda works, folks. This I watched it myself just to see. You know, I'm, I'm researching. Uh, it, it was a sight to behold. So here comes the Pope. You have all these gigantic black cars. You know those bulletproof black cars that you see sometimes. They're huge. I mean, they are huge. You see them uh, when when presidents ride around and and other people that got a lot of money. Everybody's riding around in these big black cars. Here comes the Pope, riding around in a little black Fiat. So it's 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 giving off the impression of of humility and how humble Pope Francis is, folks. Listen to me. I don't care if the Pope comes riding into town on an adult tricycle. He's still bringing a false counterfeit gospel with him. He's still calling himself the Holy Father. People are still bowing down before him, kissing his ring, and he's still preaching a counterfeit gospel. Oh, yes, he is. So uh, don't be fooled. Don't be enticed by this stuff, folks. Don't be fooled at all. So let's take a look at the uh, the Vatican flag. You know, the, the Vatican flag was on these all these cars. You always see this procession of cars, okay? And you'll see this Pope uh, riding around with this Vatican flag. And if you take a look at the Vatican flag, you'll see a coat of arms. And you get, you're going to see two keys crossed together. And they represent what they believe are the keys that were handed down to Peter, okay? So... This is the this tiara. It's a three-tiered uh, crown. Actually, I'll get into that a little bit. That tiara is within that flag. And I'll put a. You can see it up on the screen there. You can take a look. That's the uh, Vatican flag, and that's what they bring. That's what they uh, have on the cars. If you uh, want to get a little understanding, uh, you know, when when popes were crowned, this is what they. Uh, would receive this tiara, and this is what would be said. It, it says, Receive the tiara adorned with three crowns, and know that thou, meaning the Pope, art father of princes and kings, ruler of the world, vicar on earth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom is honor and glory forever and ever. Now look at that. Thou art father of princes and and kings ruler of the world what ruler of the world vicar on earth of our savior jesus christ folks you think of all the pomposity think of this regality the the robes that you see the popes uh come and wear you see it also the cardinals the bishops all it is big vestments okay What what, what does this have to do with Jesus Christ? I have the answer. Absolutely nothing. Jesus Christ walked this earth, folks. You picture him walking this earth in sandals. None of this stuff. This is the image that's being projected that something regal, something royal is happening. Look at this man. Look Look at him come. Oh, he's the Holy Father. He's not the Holy Father. He's a counterfeit Holy Father, ladies and gentlemen. You know, sometimes when I'm reading the news, there'll be a, a live video. It says live happening now. And uh, it happened beyond when I saw it. And it was when uh, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, went to visit the Pope. And I just looked there, you know, if, if somebody would have had a camera on me, you would have seen me shaking my head and talking to myself like unbelievable. It, it is truly some, something to behold, ladies and gentlemen. And you're talking, uh, they had a convoy, I believe it was 85 cars. that that came through the town to to meet the Pope. Listen, 85 cars, those big big cars I was telling you about, just to meet this man. I mean, you see the Swiss guard, you see people, you see that. Are you kidding me? What does this have to do with the real Jesus Christ? Absolutely nothing. So You know, this is why it's so important, ladies and gentlemen, to search the scriptures for yourself. In the book of Acts chapter 17, verse 11, it talks about the people of Berea. It says, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica and that they received the word with all readiness of mind and search the scriptures daily, whether those things were so. So the preachers would come and they they would make sure they would look at the scriptures, didn't go running to a, a pope or a magisterium. They searched the scriptures for themselves. That's what you need to do. And this is what Rome hated by the uh, way in the time of the Reformation. They, they killed people. They called them heretics, okay? People who were trying to preserve the word of God and get it into the hands of the common people. So this is the Church of Rome, ladies and gentlemen. They have not changed. They have not changed. So the people in Berea, they were regular people, but they wanted to know that... They were uh, being presented with the truth and they did the right thing. They searched the scriptures for themselves.